Welcome to Startup Health Now, the podcast about health transformers, the top entrepreneurs across the field of health innovation, and the health moonshots they're working to achieve. I'm Logan Plaster, editor of Startup Health Magazine, and I'm lucky to be sitting down today with Linda Brown, CEO and founder of Curatio, and, Cura and Curatio's Jeff Wanzura, Chief Growth Officer. Happy to have you guys here. How are you doing today? Just great. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. So you describe yourselves as the world's first social health prescription. I've read, the, I've read this in your materials, and I'm very curious, what does that mean? Describe what that is. For sure. So we are a privacy and regulatory compliant social platform for healthcare. Okay. And what that means is <laughs> we can safely, privately, personally connect patient populations so they support each other and get the daily disease management tools they need to achieve their best outcomes. Okay. So that's the pitch. Now, take me one layer deeper and sort of describe the picture of what that means for someone who has no idea what you do. For sure. So most people can relate to this, either through themselves or family. Uh, you get that diagnosis, you have that health event, and your whole world changes in a matter of seconds. So what do you do after that? Uh, so you've got your follow-up appointments, maybe your prescriptions, but what you want to do is talk to some others, maybe some peer, peer mentors that have been through it. And, uh, and get that support of understanding what you need to do next. Now the interesting thing is decades of research show that when you have that support, you have much better outcomes, you are more adherent, you can better self-manage, you cost less. So it's a win-win-win for everyone, but it's been difficult to deliver that type of support at scale. Uh, so that's what we do. So wh why, um, why create a separate platform and not just let people chat about their diseases on Facebook? <laughs> Yeah, so, so as Linda mentioned, I think the, the privacy and regulatory compliant piece is absolutely critical, um, both for facilitating the positive conversation that patients want to have and providing that secure mechanism that they know their data is being used in a, in a responsible way. So how can they be provided with the information they need from an evidence-based standpoint so that the information is curated to a degree that you want people in their community have vetted, um, whether it be through a nurse coordinator or our community managers, um, as well as from our, the partners that we work with, they expect a higher level of degree of um, regulatory um, rigor tied to these conversations and making sure the right conversations are had, that these are happening in a positive direction and actually improving health behaviors and utilizing that really positive and engaging aspect of social in a positive way. So Linda, you're the founder. Jeff, you came on relatively recently. When did you come on board? Um, so I've been involved with the company for close to three years now, okay. um, and the capacity has changed over time, so getting more and more to the day-to-day -day operation, which is exciting, just to see how the conversation has changed in the marketplace. Before it was, why social? And now it's really changed to how can we leverage social in a responsible way. So you joined three years ago as an advisor first, before you were the chief growth officer? Yes, yeah, so we started off, um, it really interesting the platform, and I come from a, a a healthcare background, so a pharmacist by trade, and we saw this need on the front lines of care on how can we better support our patients who are taking specialty therapies. So my question is, what got you excited about it three years ago? Like, what did you see in it that uh, that drew you in? Yeah, so I, I think from our standpoint, we saw an opportunity to better support patients. Um, there's really these episodic um, episodes of care and I think we did a great job of facilitating and supporting that patient, but there was this massive gap in between the fills through the infusions or the injections, and how can we better support these individuals along the way? So we put our money and we put our capital on the line, investing in the company, um, and helping out from an advisory and a board level standpoint. And obviously we're excited enough, or I'm excited enough, to be joining on full time as nice. Chief Growth Officer. So a lot of what we do, um, talking to entrepreneurs at Startup Health, is pulling back from the, the micro to the macro, that health moonshot vision. So Linda, what is that big audacious goal that Curatio is going after? No patient alone. 
no patient alone. No patient alone. And we feel that every patient on the planet should have this type of support um, and in a way that's scalable, personalized, private. I know you have some examples of people on the platform that have really experienced that in a personal way. I wonder if you could share one of those. Oh, there's so many, uh, and that's the most meaningful part of our work is we hear every day. So I, right before uh, speaking with you, got a lovely email from uh, you know someone who um, had had gone through a cancer journey, saw what we were doing, um, loved and understood the value of having that uh, that private support and that uh, concierge type of service and going through it, and has now applied for a job with us. So uh, that happens on a daily basis. Uh, but really, I think everyone can understand and relate to that experience of going through a health challenge. And where do you find evidence-based information? Where do you find private peers? Uh, where do you find a platform that is ad-free and protects your privacy? I'm curious what trends you two are seeing in the intersection of social networks and health more generally. Our hypothesis has always been that social is a missing piece of healthcare transformation. Certainly we're seeing that now come to light. So as people have built their platforms, uh, whether it's their portals, uh, their EHRs, um, they're recognizing that uh, the people aren't there, right? The social aspect. And so the the understanding that health is a very human experience and the social piece is what engages over the long term and has a nice long tail engagement with tremendously positive outcomes. Yeah, and I say overall, a few of the discussions we're having is people are starting to realize that the next blockbuster drug is going to be big engaged patient throughout the next decade. So how can they extract more value or provide um, more support throughout that journey? And as I mentioned before, it's really not the why, but the how and they implement these types of social platforms um, to better support their therapies, the care they're providing, or the, the type of care services that they're underwriting. So that's, that is the picture of Curatio now. I wanna know, what are you excited about coming into the end of the year and 2020? Kind of what's the latest and what's next for Curatio? Mm. I think that notion of a social health prescription where whether you're uh, being discharged from a hospital, whether you're uh, newly diagnosed to starting a new therapy, uh, that's really uh, getting speed uh, in, in terms of adoption and, and recognizing so social health prescriptions. Just to interrupt you, so you were envisioning it actually acting as a subscription a prescription, you're being handed it by your physician. Exactly, and that's uh, what we're working on with a number of our partners is that from day one it's embedded, so you have that social support right from the beginning. Is, is that physician education a challenging piece, uh, really getting them to understand that transfer? Not, not really, because when you embed social from the beginning, it just becomes a part of the process. It's recognizing that that is the gold standard of care, um, and that is the, the best that we can do for, for patients and their families, so building that from the beginning. Uh, you know, looking into 2020, certainly see, um, see that coming along, and just the discussion around things like digital therapeutics, um, companions, and how um, to better use digital to support the patient journey. Yeah, and, and from my standpoint, I think a lot of the partnerships that we've created are starting to bear fruit. And now that we're embedded early on in the product roadmap and their launch strategy is looking at all the data components that we do capture and how can we provide a more meaningful, compelling story, um, not only from the different 
traditional data capture points, but also that holistic view of what that patient journey is like. So what is it like being an oncology patient or someone living with a new diagnosis? And once you understand that patient journey, you can understand what type of interventions are going to provide the highest ROI um, and that frictionless experience so they get the information they need right from that point in time rather than digging through an archive of all sorts of information that, that might be available. Um, patients want and expect a highly personalized experience and I think the partnerships that we've established with a few of our, our manufacturer partners, payers and, and as well as hospital groups is really bringing to light a lot of these theses that we had early on and I think the data component is going to be absolutely compelling over the next couple quarters. I think one of the things that I love about Curatio is just the global component. You know, you're born in Vancouver, is that correct? You've, but you're a very global company. I forget how many countries. Uh, 85. 85 cu countries, um, multiple languages. Um, why is it so important in health to have a global perspective? Mm. You know, we're really looking at sort of the democratization of, of uh, healthcare, and I, I mean, you see that at Startup Health all the time, how bringing together an, an army of uh, transformers can really uh, fast track um, tra uh, transformation in healthcare. So, you know, being global from day one, um, I think is very important. It's important as an entrepreneur to be in that mindset, and it's important to understand the patient experience and how that differs, because it, it does differ uh, in country, uh, country to country, so understanding that and seeing what unifies you and where you need to configure for uh, particular cultures. And I say the care we provide and the support that we um, facilitate really is borderless. So whether a patient is in a country or a different country, it doesn't really matter. Um, as long as they're connected with patients who can help support them through the journey from a peer-to-peer -peer standpoint, that's really the value we're looking to provide. Um, and the, as Linda noted, from a localization standpoint, what we're really starting to discover is there are certain nuances um, in particular countries and regions and different cultures that we need to take into account. Um, and through this discovery process, by engaging patient support groups, ad boards, and other types of, um, I guess, metrics that we track within the platform, is how can we better facilitate and provide that support um, in, in a context in a way that makes the most sense for that particular group in a particular region. So I'd say that discovery process has been a ton of fun and also um, adding a lot of value to the patients we serve. So it's been a lot of fun. I'm sure there have been some obstacles, 85 countries. What kind of interesting challenges has that raised? Oh my goodness, um, where to start? Well, uh, I mean, certainly being privacy compliant from day one, so GDPR, you know, HIPAA, PIPIDA, um, all of that. Um, really glad we invested in that. Um, we in, in, invested and developed some really unique technology around matchmaking, uh, and so that, that's been good too in terms of making the world a, a smaller place. Um, but those are, are those are big rocks, you know, those are big things to overcome, making it regulatory compliant too, so adverse events, pharmacovigilance, making it safe um, for for the users and their families. Those are all, you know, pretty pretty big things to build, um, and definitely what stand us, stands us apart, but certainly not easy. Well, I think that's the time we have. Thank you so much for joining me. Love what you guys are doing and excited to see what comes in 2020 uh, with Curatio. So thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much.